welcome to another Authentic Health Podcast. I'm your host, Lacey, and I'm so excited to have you on another podcast. All right, Riley girl, you need to lay down. So yes, I do have the dogs in here. Hopefully they are not too loud. Um, Stark Bud is in his cage in my office. Um, So him and Sansa stop. So if you follow me on social media at all, you know that these dogs are my little fur babies and they are a lot to handle, but we do love them. But um, this podcast, I, to be honest, don't really know where I'm going to take it. I mean, I have a few notes um, written down because I want to try to somewhat have an organized opinion and explanation for everything. Um, but I feel like it's so important. I've had more messages and more conversations with women in like the past two years, honestly, since I've really, um, shared nutrition information. I've had more women communicate that they needed this information since I've started opening up about my own hormonal journey and coming off of birth control and just where my practice is going, like for authentic health and as a dietitian, becoming a women's health, specifically like hormonal, um, like hormone specific dietitian, I have had way more conversations. So um, clearly there's, you know, a lot of women, including myself out there that have questions and who want to bring up some of these conversations and, you know, figure out some of this stuff. So um, that's what today's podcast is on, as you can see in the title, just like my journey coming off of um, hormonal birth control, kind of what's happened since, why, you know, all of that. Um, so like I said, I do have some notes, but I want to first and foremost say, is that the saying first and foremost, foremost, whatever. Um, I want to say that I am not anti birth control. Okay. Um, I'm not at all. I am pro being informed and me personally. Um, and so I'm talking from myself, like from my own personal story, I got on birth control at a very young age for acne. Um, It was never supposed to be for pregnancy prevention. Um, And then I just feel like I stayed on it forever because every single female I knew um, was on it. Like, I feel like it's just the normal thing to do. Like, you you know, get your period, you get on birth control. It's just, it just kind of what happens. Um, and especially when we, you know, start to see some of these signs of like having a cycle and hormones change and all that, of course, there may be some imbalance and that could be a little bit of weight gain, bad PMS symptoms, acne, um, things like that. And I just, I do feel like that, you know, birth control is kind of given to help, um, and I'm putting quotations around help, um, because on the outside, it does look like it's helping, um, but it's not really getting to the root cause. And it's crazy that I had six plus years of school with nutrition and, you know, I'm still learning, but this is not something that we even touch on in school, really. I mean, we definitely have like metabolism, advanced metabolism, all of that. Um, but the extent of hormones is very much digestion based, um, Stark is getting comfy over there. Okay, I think he's laying down. Um, I mean, we definitely do talk about hormones and everything, but it is focused on digestion and the whole body works together where whether it's digestion, sexual hormones, like adrenal, thyroid, we everything works together. So anyways, I'm already going on tangent. So That's what I just wanted to say first. I am not anti-birth control. Every single female has their own story. I just just want 
to inform and then you can make, you know, your decision on that. And I'm happy to talk through and help any way that I can. Um, so just a few reasons why I finally got off of it. Um, and it was definitely from doing my own research and, um, the more women that I work with, I'm seeing these hormonal imbalance issues very, very present. They are very prevalent. Um, so I just started doing my own research and then I realized internally or with myself that I too was having issues and symptoms, um, that I was not thinking were tied to birth control. And I'm not saying that everything that I'm going to talk about is only birth control. It's just part of the picture. So and I, I say birth control, but I always mean hormonal birth control. Um, so, you know, condoms are birth control. Um, family awareness, you know, method or whatever is birth control. Um, so they're all birth control. It's just hormonal birth control is what I'm talking about. Okay. So some of the reasons why I finally came off of it is, I mean, honestly, one of the big ones is um, getting ovulation and like your cycle regular again after birth control is very, very difficult for many, many females. Um, and I can list all of the resources and everything, but in many of the research that I'm reading, nine months to two years post-hormonal birth control is when females finally start to get a regular cycle and are able to conceive. That does not mean that you can't get off hormonal birth control and get pregnant the next day, because you absolutely could. Um, but the average female to have their cycle regular again and ovulation regular again is nine months to two years. And I've gotten so many questions already like, oh, you're coming off birth control. You and Jared want a baby. And I'm like, no, we actually don't right now. Um, we're still, you know, in the newlywed phase. And not that that not that I have to explain myself, but part of what I do as a dietitian is share my own story so that I can help other women. Um, so, no, we are not ready to have a child. So that's not why. Um, but when we are ready to take that step, I don't want to be figuring out what's going on. I don't want to be in a hormonal storm. If I had one coming off of birth control, hormonal birth control, I don't want to be in that scenario when we are ready. So what if I am the, the one, you know, female that takes two years to get her cycle and ovulation back. Um, but I wait until we're ready to have kids, then that obviously wouldn't work. Um, so that's a big, big reason. Um, another reason is just some of the issues that come with hormonal birth control. Um, there is mixed research on some of the things I'm going to say. Um, you read some research and it's like, yes, absolutely highly correlated. And you read some other research and it's like, Highly depends on the female, highly depends on which one they're on. Is it progesterone only? Is it highly, like there are so many, there's, there's so many factors. Okay. But there is some research that does show that a female that is on hormonal birth control. And most of what I saw was estrogen included, um, have higher rates of like higher blood pressure, increased cholesterol, um, like problems with blood sugar regulation so that not correlating anything to diabetes by any means but someone who has irregular blood sugars or like poor regulation of blood sugars over time is the you know is diabetes um increased risk for certain cancers um i mean there's just again like i said mixed research and i'm not trying to scare anyone at any means but to be honest any time you could not put something 
in your body, whether that's like ibuprofen or, you know, and an anxiety medication or anything, anytime you can stay away from some form of medication or anything, of course, it's going to be a positive for your body. Um, so that was just, I was reading some research and that kind of made me open up my eyes a little bit. Um, also again with mixed research, but I do feel like this is something I need to say because a lot of the women that I've encountered feel like this. Um, and this is actually something that I personally felt is women um, that are on hormonal birth control have higher rates of anxiety and depression. Um, again, I am not blanket, you know, state, this is not a blanket statement. This is not for everyone. I know so, so, so many women um, that are on hormonal birth control and they feel fan freaking tastic. And I am super, super happy for them. They found the one that works for them um, and it's working for, for her. So great. Um, me personally, I experienced a ton of anxiety, like almost like crippling anxiety. I wouldn't say depression as much, um, but my anxiety was to the point where it was kind of bleeding into other parts of my life. Um, Yes, I was going through multiple life stages, like changes, you know, with work, starting authentic health. Um, Of course, that stuff is stressful too. Um, and then, you know, throw COVID in there. I got my IUD, um, basically right smack COVID opening up my business, like all of that. So I think it was just the IUD was in my opinion and like how I felt getting it out. It did correlate with some of that, but I think just everything together, um, definitely pushed me into a very, very anxious state. And if you know me at all, I am not an anxious person. Um, I actually am a pretty cool and calm girl. Okay. I I don't really get very anxious. And, um, I was, I was to the brim. (laughs) I was, I was capped with my anxiousness. Um, so honestly, since I've gotten it out, I just hit about three weeks. Um, I truly have felt great. And I'm not saying it's only that getting out my IUD because pre getting my birth control out, um, I worked very, very hard on things I was doing and I'll touch on that. Um, to hopefully help the post birth control, like getting that out, not be so negative. Um, so all of those things. And then my big thing also was a decreased sex drive or like a decreased libido. Um, this one is extremely common like this. And so decreased sex drive and covering up or like trying to treat a PMS symptoms, whether that's like, like poor PMS, Um, like bad cramping, heavy periods, acne, things like that. So basically PMS symptoms and um, low sex drive are like the top two things I'm like finding with birth control. Um, I hope that made sense what I just said. Um, My (laughs) libido, this is all coming out there, Jerry. I hope you're, I don't know if you're listening to this, but um, it was very low. Um, And I, that one is highly correlated with birth control. Um, and I know that for a fact. So those are just some of the reasons why I decided to come off. Um, and also being a dietitian and my passion is definitely going towards women's health, especially like with hormonal imbalances and things like that. I mean, I felt like I, I should learn my own body. Um, you know, not having a cycle for two years and just, just learning about this stuff. Like I'm fascinated by the female body and I'm like, I can do this. Like, I want to learn about my own body. And so it's time that I do that, um, take control of it. So finally got it out. And I guess let's talk about some things I did before. So I know I touched on this a little bit in the last podcast 
Um, one of the main ones was decreasing my alcohol intake. Um, so our hormones are all metabolized and kind of filtered through the liver and so is alcohol. Um, so one thing that I did was really, really watch my alcohol consumption. Um, at least a month, I did like a month and a half. Um, and really focusing on nutrient dense foods. So hormonal birth control depletes micronutrients. Um, so I, absolutely had a multivitamin um took it every single day which I was already doing that but I really made sure that I didn't miss it um focusing on nutrient dense foods um like whole fruits and vegetables a lot of like avocados I switched up a lot of fruits and veggies like just really trying to focus on nutrient dense foods as much as possible like cooking at home I'm really trying to just kind of replete some of those um, deficiencies before I took my hormonal birth control out. Because if you are lacking in some micronutrients, when you stop a hormonal birth control, it can kind of send your body into a little bit of a frenzy. So just making sure that you're really focusing on that nutrient dense. Um, My problem with or why I got on birth control in the first place so long ago was acne. So I was super, super nervous that my acne was going to come back with vengeance. Um, I have seen women that have absolutely no problem coming off hormonal birth control, like literally nothing. Um, And then I've seen women who, you know, have cystic acne for months and months after they come off of hormonal birth control. Um, So, I mean, it's a very... It's a very wide range of what people are experiencing. Another thing that I was working on is just like overall, um, oh, with the skin. That's where I was going. Um, So I was very, very concerned about acne. Um, So prior to getting it out, I switched up some of my skincare, focused on as natural as possible. Um, I'm not saying you need to, you know, go crazy with this, but Um, making sure there's not a ton of like added ingredients, fragrances, things like that, because our skin is our largest organ. So the deodorants you're using, the body washes you're using, um, face care, makeup, things like that, like all of that truly does matter. Um, So I switched up all of that, like deodorant, um, lotions, body wash, like all of that. I switched up all that Um, to help with acne. Let's see, I increased my sleep making sure I get like minimum eight to eight and a half hours of true sleep, watching my electronics at night, um, really focusing on reading, letting my mind slow down, things like that. So I definitely worked. Oh, outdoor walks is a huge thing. Um, really focusing on like cortisol levels and there's an extreme amount of research that getting outdoors, getting fresh sunlight, like getting that fresh air is so important for overall health and um, like cortisol regulation and um, our HPA axis and all of that stuff. So those are just some of the things I did personally. And so I got out my IUD three weeks ago and so far I have felt amazing. Um, have not noticed a difference in my skin Um, To be honest, I have noticed some bloat in my, like, belly go down. Um, I never had, you know, was struggling necessarily with weight um, when I had my IUD, but I just always felt a little puffy, if that makes sense. And if you kind of know what I'm talking about, you you totally, you'll get it. Um, But you just don't feel 
like, I don't know, in my face and in my belly and like even in my hands and stuff sometimes like I just felt puffy. And since getting it out, I actually feel like that has gone down. So again, I am not saying that everything I'm saying is only hormonal birth control, um, like specific, but it definitely plays a part a hundred percent. Um, so to be honest, I've felt very great. Um, not had any symptoms yet. And I actually did this past weekend, um, start somewhat of a small period, um, which I was very surprised to see. Um, some women go, I mean, a a year without a cycle, which I don't think I would count mine as a cycle. Like I'm still in the very beginning stages of, um, tracking and I'll explain that in a second. So I wouldn't necessarily count mine a full cycle or anything, but the fact that my body did that is a very, very positive sign. So we're definitely going in the right direction and things that I'm working on, um, have helped. And so I've hopefully I'll, you know, I will continue to do the things I was doing prior to getting it out. And hopefully I don't have some of these symptoms. So basically everything that I'm doing is to decrease the risk for post birth control syndrome. Um, and this PBCS, uh, so post birth control syndrome, is not a diagnosable it's, it's like syndrome or symptom or anything. Um, it's very, it's not recognized. Let's just say that it's not recognized in the medical community. Um, but in like functional medicine, a lot of dietitians talk about it. Um, I mean, it is it is true. It's basically when you automatically get off of that hormonal birth control, um, for however long you were on it, your body wasn't making natural hormones. Um, the synthetic hormones that the hormonal birth control, um, gives you basically tells your mind that, you know, you, or your brain, um, that you, your body doesn't need to produce them. So when you stop taking a hormonal birth control, um, or you, you know, get an IUD out or something, your body can kind of flip and not know how to properly, create these hormones now. Um, and so I've talked to a lot of women, excuse me, I've talked to a lot of women and it presents itself differently to each. It could be, you know, acne, it could be a little bit of weight change, or it could be severe as, you know, not having a cycle for a year, migraines, or having an awful cycle, terrible cramping, things like that. And most of the time when women go back to, um, the doctors and they're having these symptoms, what's the answer? Get put back on birth control because the birth control was clearly helping, right? But no, um, that's not the case because you're having these, you know, symptoms because we have a hormonal imbalance somewhere, you know, something's going on. Um, and there need, there's a root cause somewhere and we need to get to the bottom of that. So if you are experiencing these right now, after coming off of hormonal birth control, just know your body's not, you know, you're not crazy. These are very real and true symptoms that, that you can work through. There are things to help it. And if your end goal is to stay off of hormonal birth control, please, please, please keep going. Um, and you know, get the help you need, but please know that going back on hormonal birth control does not solve it. Um, I mean, it, it kind of covers it up. So Again, I feel like this podcast is a little bit of bashing hormonal birth control. Um, and that's not what I'm doing at all. I just am, I just, I want women to be informed of what's going on and then they can make their decision. Okay. Um, so that's all this is. Um, let's see what other, so basically that's the post birth control syndrome. 
um, and things that I was doing prior to getting prior to getting it out. So I know a lot of women feel very uncomfortable either a talking about this or deciding to come off of it because I mean, you may think differently, but I know I felt as if I wasn't on hormonal birth control, I would get pregnant. Um, That is what I thought. And I'm learning now that that is not the case at all. Um, Right when you come off of hormonal birth control, yes, your chances to like it's harder to track when you don't have a regular cycle. Okay, so like right now I'm in the month um, coming off of hormonal birth control. So even though I am tracking that doesn't mean it is a free-for-all, okay? So your body is still adjusting and it's going to take time until I know exactly when my ovulation is. Um, So that does take time. So what I'm doing is a few different things. Um, I'm choosing to do the family awareness method. And basically what that means is truly learning your body and like diving into what's going on um, without a synthetic hormone. Um, and there are different types of hormonal birth control. Um, so definitely ask your doctor about those two. If you are still interested in, you know, being on hormonal birth control, that's totally fine. Um, but ask different options, um, because there are different, you know, pills and, you know, IUDs and things like that with different levels of hormones. So, um, definitely get all of the information for that. But, Basically, family awareness method, um, there's a few different things that you do. So one of them is your temperature first thing when you wake up in the morning. Like this is your baseline temperature um, and it changes throughout your whole, whole cycle. So usually you see a spike in that temperature around ovulation. So this is currently what I'm doing. So right when you wake up within like 10 minutes of waking up, I mean, you don't even want to get out of bed yet. So my thermometer is on the side table on my side table. Um, and then I put it into natural cycles app. Um, that's the one that I have enjoyed using and it's a very easy app. I do have a reel on this on my Instagram. If you want to see kind of what it looks like, um, I am not only using this though. Some women, it works great and they can only use this, but I kind of just want like a few backups, not backups, but I want a few things, multiple things to help. Okay. Um, so with the fam method, it's including your temperature, but it's also looking to other things. So like tracking cervical mucus, um, tracking your periods, overall cycles, things like that. So and like tracking your period and everything. So, um, I mean, like I said, just coming off of it, I'm not going to have a regular cycle right away and it could take months. It could take less. It could take a year. Like I have no idea. So keep you guys updated on that if you want. Um, but FAM is a very great, I mean, it is birth control. It is. Um, it's a way to track your ovulation because you can really only get pregnant five to six days out of the month. Um, and your body will tell you when that is if you learn to listen to it. However, I know um, some women's like schedule doesn't work with that. They don't feel comfortable doing that. Totally fine. Um, so there are, you know, different methods and everything. So that's just what I am doing. Um, and so far I have felt very in tune with my body and in control and I truly have loved it so far. So overall, I hope that was helpful. Um, just know that whatever you choose to do, I'm totally on board with it. I'm your biggest cheerleader. Um, I just want to inform and make you feel comfortable with your decision each, whatever it is. Um, and if you have questions, know that I'm always here to help, but I just, 
from just sharing a little piece of what I've gone through and like kind of what I wanted to do coming off birth control, I've had a ton of women message me and saying just like, thank you for bringing this conversation up and oh yeah, that happened to me too. And oh yeah, I had a question about that. And so, um, basically that's what this podcast is about is just like why I came off just really wanting to a do what I believe is healthiest for my body. Um, I have felt great so far coming off of it and I'm excited, you know, what a year or two will be, um, finally coming off of it and like being off hormonal birth control, um, and getting my cycle and ovulation and track and all that stuff. But I hope that this was helpful. If you guys ever have any questions, um, any social media is great, or you can email me too, and I am happy to help with anything. Um, so again, not anti-birth control, hormonal birth control um, at all. Just want to be informed and know that um, you do have a support system and anything that you choose. So I hope you all have the best day ever. And until the next podcast, we'll talk soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Your support means more than you know. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be so grateful if you could leave a kind review, subscribe to this podcast, as well as share this on your social media with a screenshot. I am blessed to have this opportunity to connect with individuals like you and hopefully bring you some happiness today. You are the reason authentic health is possible. I value all of you so much. If you'd like to get to know me a little bit more, you can find me on Instagram at Lacey underscore Authentic Health, as well as my website listed in the description below. So thank you again. And until the next episode, let's chase our best selves and make it a great day.